You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. On this episode of It's a Bit, Caleb Truax, professional boxer, Minnesota native, and uh, graduate of the U. Joins us for an interview. Super fun. We're going to give you guys our bits of the week. We're going to do the current events, two truths and a lie. Two of the stories I read will be true. The other one will be false. They get to guess which one's false. We're going to finish all that off with Spin the Wheel. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's a Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. 10,000 Takes. Featuring JJ, Boss Man, and Wags, who I've heard are pretty fucking cool. 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast. What is that? That that sounds horrible. She's got eyes of the bluest skies. <laughs> cold entrance? Should we do a cold entrance today? Should we just open with that? <laughs> like, like it's the office? <laughs> right. Let's do um, it. Let's do it. Yeah, everyone, welcome back to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Boss Man, joined by JJ and Wags, back for another week. Gentlemen, I think... I think we're famous, and I'm going to use that word lightly. It's no, not because I'm trying to brag. No. What number of times do you need to get noticed in public in one night to be considered famous? We got noticed three times on Friday night. Oh, dang. I don't I give a shit. I four. I don't. Uh, it I has don't, to be four. I, I don't give a shit. I, re- I mean, it's it's cool, but I'm just like wondering, like, what? Jack, are, are you're, can, you're, you're trying your best to contain your ego right now, okay? You had, an, erect- you had I, an erection on Friday. I, did, I was blacked out. I barely even remember <laughs> it, really. So how would you know if you had an erection or not? Well, I said I was almost... What did I say I was blacked out? He had a chub. Almost blacked Almost blacked out. He, he had, had chubs. He had a chub, confirmed. Well, my pants were tight for other reasons. The wild one. That is... On Friday. Oh, no, they only won by one. They won the, big and the, They did win, and we were at Tom Reed's having two-for-ones, so your pants can naturally be tight because you're like, this is a good time. I'm loving it. And this. all the memorabilia, dude. I'm getting like addicted to collecting shit now. And I see all of it in Tom Reed's, and I'm just like a kid in a candy store. I mean, look at our studio. Our studio, in a way, is like a mini Tom Reed's. It is. Right. You know what? We should pull the Trailer Park Boys bit and just open up a, an illegal bar in here. Or, uh, or, or when they, oh, God, when they have all the suitcase, they steal luggage from the airport oh. and they're selling all of it. And they're like, Skrilla Villa. <laughs> yeah, people, you saw, eh? They're selling people stolen luggage out of their trailer. He's like, this is what I call liquors of the world, dog. It's like a whole room of just stolen liquors from other countries. Yeah, and they just random ass clothes all over the place and just random accessories. Gorilla Villa. That's how we started ganking groceries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just stealing started- groceries. <laughs> they could, oh, yeah. Anyways, enough Trailer Park Boys talk. Yeah, but seriously, I, I, it's, it's cool when like people come up to us. I mean, it's yeah, this isn't us plugging our egos or doing any of that kind well of it kind of is because we are talking about uh, people coming up and recognizing us but if- I, I guess i'm saying we've been doing this for two years now and it like just started happening recently so i'm just wondering how you guys are taking the transition into the into the uh what's 
the high life. Well, <laughs> well I, I just, just want to say, if you see any of us in public, please feed our egos and talk to please us. Please say I mean, hi. We'd love it. I want to level up like 100 XP. Like, see, oh. honestly, when you guys like DM us Ego and tweeted improved. us that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. When you guys like come, when you DM us, tweet at us, say hi to us, it actually helps because we never really know if we're doing a good job or not. We just assume we're fucking weirdos. And when people actually say love what you guys are doing, it's like, oh, I guess I didn't know until you just told me. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Guess we're actually reaching people. Guys, we probably did 250 podcasts where not a single fucking person listened. Right. And now we're. No feedback. We're averaging so many viewers a week. Like, like, it's just so nice to see. Like, finally, we've been doing this forever and people actually are starting to listen. And if you're listening right now, thank you so much. We appreciate it so much. And it's literally what keeps us going. And it's not not like I'm a politician saying, we appreciate you. No, we actually do (laughs) appreciate it. Thank you. And, this and, is genuine, yeah, man. So keep keep the positive reinforcement Jack. coming. It reminds us we're not weirdos. Surprise, surprise! But JJ here had to bring up politics. <laughs> if Bubba was here, he'd be like, you just had to bring up politics, that didn't you? Even though I just here. brought up politicians. Okay, <laughs> it's not a big deal. I haven't been handling the fame that well because I've become an alcoholic <laughs> and now I'm a drug addict. I was going to say, I, which do, is I, do, I started doing heroin. I, you have to. So, you naturally have to. Hey, hey, have you guys? I know you're not a big fan of It's Always Sunny, but there's an episode where they want to become rock stars, and before they learn to play music, they decide to trash an entire hotel room. <laughs> that's, that's what we got to do. We're e- like, oh, now that we're famous, like I got to go crash my car on Main Street at like 3 a.m. blacked out, like fucking Justin Bieber did in L.A. That because one we can get away with it because we're famous now, and we can we can. Uh, that, that's pay the roadmap to famous to fame is like doing something really or ODing. Stupid. And then being resuscitated by, you know, the shocks and shit. And then writing the song Kickstart My Heart. Or, never mind. It's a Motley Crue story. <laughs> no, Jake, never, say it, never say mind. it, Jake. No, no, it's, it's a side project that we should keep uh, quiet right oh, now. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't don't expose that yet. We're not exposing that, nor maybe that shouldn't be exposed publicly. It probably should publicly. never be exposed for 2021 reasons. But, but maybe someday. We'll, it, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it. We'll discuss. Right. right if you run maybe. into us in public, we'll maybe tell you. Yeah. But not on not on air. It's an idea. We don't know if it's appropriate or not. So yes. really quick. Well, um, definitely not appropriate. So, so but... obviously, obviously, we're starting to get recognized in public. JJ, I think uh, before we switch over to It's a Bit, we were talking about, we were on the Minnesota Rundown, and you promised that the very first person who came up to you in public at a bar who said, God bless Kirk Cousins, you would buy them and yourself right, a fireball shot, and we you, you would do deal. a fireball shot with them. It hasn't just, happened yet. It hasn't happened. I'm just saying, if that happens to you, if someone walks up to you and says, God bless Kirk Cousins, without asking who you are at first yep. are you buying them a no incentive shot and doing it with them well, yeah, they can't say are you Kirk Cousins are you JJ from 10,000 takes oh yeah I am God bless Kirk Cousins they have to come up to me and that's gotta be the first thing God they say bless. for those of you who are listening who might be scheduled to come on one of our podcasts in the studio we do have fireball here that is true so if you do if they do that say, doesn't count <laughs> I, I said in public say that 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 doesn't count I'm we said in remember, public I'm glad you remembered that because we're gonna make it happen yes Someone's going to do it. I don't eventually, know when. Eventually. I don't know where. It's going it, to happen. If it's five years from now, it'll happen, and you have to do it. Jake's going to be drunk. He's going, I'm just, I'm not doing that. Alex, please give me my beach ball. <laughs> give me my beach ball. It was a good wild ball. It was some good memorabilia to keep from Jake, the watch party at CHS Field. It's 27 cents per beach ball. You don't have to freak I don't care. Out it's a good camaraderie. It's good memorabilia to keep. Okay? No, it's not. I can be I like, was... hey, I got a beach ball from this wild like game during the pandemic. The no, he literally was. He, he was. Bubba, just, just give me, oh, give me yeah, my ball back. Ball. Give I, me my I, ball back. I unbuckled. It was, it was like every five seconds, Alex, can I please have my beach ball? And it was in his back, in his dirty ass back, hoarding. He's a hoarder, so I had to like, as he's driving on the highway at 60, 70 miles per hour, I'm just going into the back, you know, just digging up 
shit and that wasn't safe. But I was I had a little bit to drink. Just a little bit. Yeah. I wanted that beach ball and I did get it though. We went on the soda pod live that night. We were just drunk. Oh games. yeah. And Bubba punched Everyone me for did. no absolutely no reason. <laughs> at this free wild game watch party at CHS Field, they gave us a beach ball and a light bulb, and Bubba just spikes Jake's light bulb. <laughs> in the parking lot. I was actually in that same Someone parking had to lot clean that, that up, weekend. Bubba. I don't fucking care. I <laughs> dude a horrible human being. Dude, I was actually so I was in a wedding in St. Paul and we actually parked in that same parking lot to go to the, the venue. And right when I get out of the car, I, I, I told the first person I saw, like my brother or someone, Oh yeah, I remember this parking lot. Bubba spiked a light bulb in here. Right. I'm like that were there any pieces left of it or did something? I did I didn't see anything. It was definitely hopefully cleaned up because that, that was that like was a hazard. Yeah. yeah, last August. But it Bubba just typical craziness. So if you're an environmentalist who likes to protest, um what do you know do you guys know Bubba's hashtag? Bubba Parkos ten K. So go to at Bubba Parkos ten K and just please cancel him. I think all of us yeah. here would really appreciate it. Well and yeah, I'm or Andy. Photoshop. So if we want to Photoshop him tweeting something really bad, I can help you out with that. Yeah, there we go. I think that might be our plan to get Bubba off of Twitter. Yes. Yep. yep. And yeah. I th- I think also our very own what is it, Andy Borjan two now or okay, Andy well, Soccer and, two. Andy abuses me more than anyone. He's always like shitting on me well, and then I clap back he, and I'm calling like a creeper, a serial killer, and he plays the victim. He's like, "Why do you hate me? Like, you he, fucking started it." He put out a he put out a damn poll saying, "Should I delete my Twitter?" And like, it was a resounding yes, like ninety percent to ten percent. And we're like, "Dude, you're gonna delete your Twitter?" He's like, "Never said I would." <laughs> well, then why put out a damn poll? This is so. Andy and Bubba might be the same person. They 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 probably are. Um. Anyways, different mo- sizes. Moving on from all that horse shit. Yeah. If you guys see us in public or you tweeted us, do it. Like we love the positive. Or we love meeting people too in general. Like, or I don't or care if you don't listen or, to the podcast, you know. Yeah. Come up to us, or if you're out somewhere and uh, anywhere, just you could tweet at us. Hey, we're out at this place. Maybe we'll make it down there. I don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. We're down no, to I'm explore. always down to try out new things or do the yeah. podcast, new places. But anyway, dude. Uh, bit of the week. The show's called It's a Bit. Thank you again for listening. Uh, what do you got, Zane? What's your bit this week? My bit of the week is I survive off of energy drinks bit. Mm, um, you see, too. All I, I'm an accountant, so all I do is I stare at fucking spreadsheets and I make financial statements for companies. And you get paid for it. I do get paid for it. That's what a well, job is. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Just explain so, <laughs> Education. You've been but educated. I kind of like, so you, you guys know like that typical like gamer who's like, he's chugging Mountain Dews and he's playing video games. I actually really, un- do you really understand that now because like when i drink like a red bull or something and i'm in the middle of work i kick into second gear i'm fucking zoned in i'm locked mm-hmm. in there and i'm finishing fucking task after task after tasks well as an accountant that's all i do all day so like like i started off just maybe with one energy drink like a day which is already fucking horrible for you right and probably right. cost a lot of money i love how they say basis. zero calories it's like there's something in here that is making my heart <laughs> well, race i don't think that's good for me there's you know? Shit tons of sugar and caffeine. Well, see, so I, I do do the zero sugar, okay. and zero, but there's shit so tons of, of like caffeine. B vitamins, caffeines, yeah. creatine. It, I love how I love how they're like merging with like working out now. It's like exercise, energy Rebel. drinks. It's like Auntie Utgard like bending over like a weight set. It's always a model <laughs> like bang energy, bang energy. Okay, uh, well, and too, like, like they, now like all the advertisements for it are like some Jack dude who's drinking. No Jack guys drinking a Nas. No, no Jack no, guys drinking a it's Monster. It's guys with beer guts who work corporate jobs from home. Like, like 
like all of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that so, describes this us. This is your demographic. Yes. It's not those guys. Those guys don't touch this well, shit. Dude, Believe me, they don't. Well, so in the first two months of my job, I, I was having like one a day, and I already thought that was bad. Recently, I, I started, I got into promotion, so I'm doing more accounting than I've, I'm used to. And I've been a, doing two or three a day to like, yeah, yes, that, yeah you guys I, like that subtle flex. But um, yes, I know, yes. but I've I been drinking, I've bit. literally been drinking two or three energy drinks just so I can actually do my thing fucking job because if i don't have it i'm literally such a fucking slacker. i think i remember a conversation we had because i drank like two or three energy drinks a day and i remember you like when you just started your job you're like do you drink like a lot of caffeine at work and i said yes and you're like well i've been drinking like an energy drink during the whole day and i did like the mcconaughey bit from wolf of wall street i'm like those are rookie numbers you gotta, you gotta pump, pump those, those numbers up. up you gotta pump those numbers up if you want to survive around here so i, I have been full-blown addict been. yeah so, good yes. for you thank you for uh, part of your career development do you have a bad back yet no, no, I know. All I'm doing is fucking crouch, and then I fucking complain to Haley. I also like. I'm not sure if you guys Wait, do you this. Bi- you bitch about it too. I bitch about awesome. it all the time. You are right on track. Do you guys yeah. like? I'm not sure if you do this, but do you ever like really focus and you like start like really like tightening your jaw on your mm-hmm. teeth? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I do that all the time, and all of a sudden at the end of the day. My jaw fucking kills. Like right. it, it hurts. I feel like I have a toothache. I'm like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. It's because I'm stressed out all day, biting down because I'm like, these numbers don't add up. What the fuck's going on? What am I doing wrong? You and, know? and then you gotta uh, spend. This yeah. is this is for bonus points. But are you like so exhausted all the time, but can't sleep at night because oh. you're stressed? Yep. And, That's well, me. Dude, good what? for you. You've made you've made it in corporate America. They, I appreciate. I really first of all, for, you checked from, all the boxes from you guys saying that it means so much. Yeah, let's start. Crying. <laughs> let's start you. crying for non-emotional hey, but, reasons. But Leverance, or I sorry, Boss Man. Um, who's Leverance? Who's Leverance? No, but um, I honestly do think the lack of sleep has to it correlates directly dude, with energy drink consumption. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, our hearts are destroyed, and we're oh, yeah. in our early twenties. What, what's not, good? Not a good path ahead. What's good about working from home is that our office had. Just free Red Bull, tons of coffee, and I'm not a big energy drinker, but once in a while I, w- I would drink it. And my issue is like, I'll it helps me so much, but then four o'clock hits after it's it crashes, I crash so fucking hard. Like I don't know what it is. I get I get like hard. depressed. So I get tired and I can't do anything. So you do you want to hear the solution to that? That's not good. Jerk off. Cocaine. You guys both <laughs> said answers way off from what I think was obvious. You uh, just pop another energy. There drink. you go. Yeah, and then I've That's I've done that, but works. then I can't sleep at all. Jake, so I'm gonna bring up. So in middle school, okay, you were very adamant about this. So you're okay? standing in the lunch lines going. Okay, no, that is true, dude. I drink so many. Well, first of all, I think everyone will agree here. If you're in middle school, seventh, eighth grade, and your best friend is standing in guitar, or standing in guitar, standing in line playing air guitar in the lunch line as a seventh or eighth grader, you would definitely turn to him and be like, "Dude, stop making us look like a fucking embarrassment." Would you not? Yeah, but I was playing Go With The Flow by Queens of the Stone Age, so very good song, very worth it. He was literally standing, hey, I just got a guitar, so I was like super pumped. We were seventh graders, and at that, so our middle school was seventh or ninth grade, Um, so... There was a thing called a sevy circle where like like the older kids would like get around a seventh grader and they'd shove them in a fucking circle yelling sevy circle. I swear to God, I thought you were gonna get a sevy circled almost every single. Day. I didn't, but I think I sevy circled a lot of seventh graders when I was in ninth <laughs> yeah, grade. You're my a brother, asshole. my my brother and his friends. <laughs> I was a dick. Okay, Dude, you guys want to know something funny that my my cousin? So my cousin no. Dylan, shout out, he's a big fan of the big fan of the bit. Shout out, Dylan. Um, he so him and all of his buddies. They were like a group of 20, right? And there was only like 19 seats at their lunch table. So they would have a race to see who could all get back to the table first. And the the odd man out who was the last one back, it's like musical chairs, right? Had to eat his lunch in the bathroom. And everyone would start going, oh, 
in the whole lunchroom would look, and this guy just had his head down with his tray as he walks into the men's bathroom. They literally, it was like musical chairs, but the loser had to go eat their food in the men's bathroom. And they did this for for, for like two weeks before anyone did something. For the teacher finally like interjected, well, they had and was no like, idea no, what was going turn on. Turn around, don't go to the fucking bathroom with your tray. Jack, do you have any like? For let's be politically correct, do you have any bigger kids who sat at your lunch table who did anything? Uh I, not not that I really remember. I so mean, guys like that. So we had multiple kids. We had kids who like so literally every single day, seventh or eighth grade, it would be a gag. Someone would drop their food on the floor, pick oh. it up, put it on their table, and then be like, "Hey, Josh, um, we're not, we're not, we're not I'm not hungry anymore. Do you want to eat this?" And he'd be like, "Yeah." And as soon as he'd eat it, we'd start laughing. Oh. What the fuck do you guys do to it, dude? He he fell for that literally Ten a whole times. semester, like a whole semester. He did, dude. Yeah. I remember. I remember. So I remember that. I know. You're, I know what you're talking about. There was one particular day where I dropped the Cheeto on the ground, like wiped it under the table and on my shoe and shit. Did it 10 times. And he's like, and we're like, dude, no, 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 I'm just, I'm just and I act like I pulled it out of my bag. You're a fucking horrible person. And I gave it to him like, dude, I'm sorry. I don't know why he fell for it, but then he would put it up to his mouth and we're all sitting there staring at him and he takes one bite. And we're all like, oh my God. Oh. And then we, we were walking out of the lunchroom and I just Dear feel God. a fucking elbow coming to the back of my neck. Well deserved, by the way. Oh, very sure. Yeah, and I was still okay. laughing. At least you got punished for yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was it was it was it was hilarious, but it was I was gonna say okay, next time. Like, we all did this to each to you, other I'm though. Be like, oh yeah, that's what you get for putting that that's... fucking kid's Cheeto on your shoe. And then we had kids, you know, pop milk cartons and shit, you know, that you would like remember that the whole lunchroom would be like Ooh. you put air in them, you just it would just so boom. We had the shittiest uh, food at like my one of my elementary schools, and like the hot dogs, you could like fucking like bounce them and like <laughs> play like bouncing ball with them. I guarantee, like the hand, like the burgers we got, you could use as like a hockey puck. <laughs> like it was bad, but, just hard as shit. Um, Flip Cuba, Philippe. I love Philippe. Philippe, Philippe Cuba. Uh, yeah, that's a, that, that, that was a trip down memory lane. There was pastel that on there. Back. That was. Yeah. We just saw a graphic of old wild players. I, my, my, I, just, I just Curtis, got a, Was Curtis Foster? I on? think Curtis Foster made wow. an appearance. All right, Jake. What, what do you got for a bit? Well, speaking of the wild, I have the Benino. 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 Exactly the Nick Benino bit. So if you guys don't know, Nick Benino currently plays for the Minnesota Wild, and we're up here in Minnesota, so we're fully embracing that Benino bit. Whereas every time he scores. You do Benino, 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 Benino. Was that like an Argentinian broadcast? No. So I don't know where Nick Benino's from, but whatever his home country was, whatever home brought, it was in Europe. It was when he was on the Nashville Predators and they were in the Stanley Cup, I believe, against the Penguins in like 2016. He wasn't on the Penguins? He was on the Penguins. Oh, no, he's on the Penguins. It was against Nashville. So that's where I'm thinking of. You're getting your weights and gold. No, but he was on Nashville. He actually almost. No, so he was on Nashville, though, wasn't he? Or no, he was on the Penguins. I'm getting confused. I think. Well, either way, so he played against the Predators, played on the Penguins, and whatever home country he's from, their their native broadcast, foreign broadcast, when he scored a goal, it was just Benino, 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 Benino. We started the trend by you asking Lapanta if he could do that every time Benino scored, right? Yes. Now, like people tweet videos at us of them like doing that. Yeah, dude, that one very drunk guy on Friday night great. when we were at he Tom Reed's, it was hilarious. Like five thirty, or it was like seven p.m., like right when the game started, because Benino hey, scored early. Jake, I really Guys. hate to break this to you, but yes. Nick Benino was born in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh gosh! <laughs> but hey, he also did so play the, for but, Nashville. But the broadcast where it happened was it was, from it was in Europe country. 
Yes, it was. That, yes, that's, yes. That's Why did I think he was from a foreign country? It, it was a soccer goal call, essentially. Right, yeah, hockey. that's that's the bit. Like, yeah, you do see, a Foligno, too. Foligno, 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 hey, Foligno. Maybe I got that vibe. Um, uh, I don't think it was. Did the national championship game for college hockey go into overtime? No, it was a blowout. No, it was a semi, right? It was a UMD, UMass. So there was like an ESPN Deportes call for that. Oh, yeah. I love that. It was actually so much better than the actual call. So my roommates, when they play FIFA... They turn the broadcast to Spanish because yep. it's just way, and it is way more fun to watch Johnny soccer, Vegas. to watch any sport when people are just when they put. I, I guess foreign broadcasters just put more energy into it than than most, and that's it's just a great thing. Nick Benino gets paid. Try, three, try it out. Three point one million dollars per year. No, yeah, four point one million dollars. Well, per year. well deserving, and it should be more because his name is uh, fantastic, especially when he scores. We need and to give him like a Parisian contract. We need to we need to lock thirteen him years, lock it, yep, fifty million dollars, yep. just, yep. just for this yep. bit. Yep. I mean, same with Kirk. Easy for us to say, but yep. I'm in on it to keep um, these these bits going. But uh, we do encourage you guys, not even when he scores. Videos of you yelling Benino when he scores. Benino, Benino, not Benino, even. Benino, 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 Benino. Just 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 send us your well, video you of you doing a Benino, Benino, Benino thing. Yeah, okay. It'll be hilarious. And then I'll, I'll save it all for when he does score. Exactly. You don't want to overdo it. Yeah. No, no, no. We wouldn't post it, but, I mean, if you want to send it, and if he scores, well, then maybe we'll post yours. Who please knows? Please send your if, – if you get an erection when he scores, please send your erections. We will analyze them. We'll find out who the biggest Nick Benino fan right. is. Yeah, please make sure yeah. it's in the frame. We right. are going to find the number one Nick Benino fan. So, uh, yeah, so my, my bit this week is the baby on board sticker bit. Now – this pisses me off. I actually, it's really ironic because I was right behind someone. I don't see these very often. I was right behind someone on the road that had one today. And I'm like, this, this is like God's sign that this is perfect for the podcast today. So I didn't plan on hitting your car that had a child. I don't go out looking for cars that don't have those stickers to crash oh. into. I don't plan on getting in car crashes, let alone of picking which cars I'm going to decide to crash into or not. Oh, have, you, have you noticed? That is the dumbest sticker you could ever buy. No one plans on crashing into your car, whether a baby is on board or not. Have you noticed that people who have those stickers, too, are normally some of the worst drivers on right. the road? Mm-hmm. They, they, they will tailgate you. They will drive like an asshole. So if you have a baby on board, drive in the right lane. Dude, you drive should, the speed you, limiter you should, under it. You should also put that sticker on your front windshield as a reminder for you to drive better because you have a, you have to like remind yourself that a baby's on board and you have to drive better. I do like to judge people though who have that sticker. Like you drive by, you look at where they are in their life and you can really you can really get a good picture. If they're like 19, 20, you're like, "Wow, this person's fucking up." But if they have a nice car and if they're doing well, if they look like they're doing well, I'm like, "Well, good for them. Good for them." Oh, no, yeah, so dude, I was gonna say the, the, these mothers that are doing this, that are putting these stickers on their cars, are, are total Karens. Look, they're Karens. Jake, the, just... the amount of women you fucked who have had all those stickers on their minivans, Jake, you should you should stop being such a hypocrite. You know, is that a milf joke? It's a but, cougar bit. But oh. to be honest, like I didn't if, know if that putting that sticker is gonna avoid people hitting me. Then I would buy one too, just because I don't want people to total my truck. You know, right? We should just do it for like, a bit. I should. I should buy throw, I'm going to throw one of those on my truck so people don't hit me. Let's make oh, you got let's, a baby. Let's, no. let's make 10k bumper stickers that say "baby on board" and let's and, just all put them on our cars. Well, and and you don't have to be honest about what "baby" means. "Baby" actually means my golf clubs and like four warm white claws. Or myself, I really care about myself. I'm a baby. I am kind of a baby. Look at how I just like bitched about that. That's what yeah, that's what Jake does in heart. bed. I'm a baby, mama. 
and then they just take care of it. That's weird. <laughs> That's a little weird. Jake, you're into but, the Cougars. You can't even deny hey, that. Oh, so it's Dude, a remember bit. Remember when you wrote the it's blog? It's a fetish bit. Jake Ringgold's officially a Cougar, and like his mom, his aunt, his grandma commented, "This better not be true." <laughs> uh, my, my when I was uh, my mom I, came I, home. I, I wrote the. I, yeah, was I wrote that the, a joke? <laughs> what was that? Is that a joke? I, I really wish we were able to save that block from our old site because <laughs> I just I was exposing Jake. Jake, Jake did tell it a, was funny. Did tell a woman in Hudson when we went there for Sunday for the uh, <laughs> for the AFC no, championship. That wasn't that. You're my stepmom. No, it wasn't him. that day. It was when we went out for that Saturday night on a. Uh, it, it was it was that one Saturday night we went out there on that night for Saturday okay, night in January. It was still in Hudson. Regardless, it was a Saturday night. Her. I was just I was just so hammered. I'm like you're you're. You can. You're like my, my stepmom or something. She just gave and then she just gave me a kiss. And well, I'm like, see, for that those was weird. Guys, though, that are into the whole stepmom thing, you basically lived the dream that night. I, I did, but I I felt very weird. I I kind of like. <laughs> that was a little weird for yeah, me. That was very weird. That was just odd. People, but I'm like, why did I say just that? To circle back. I had the baby on board thing stupid. No one is intentionally trying to get in a car accident, let alone picking which cars they decide to hit and avoid. Car accidents just happen on accident, and it's because drivers are stupid. If anything, like I think these people who buy the baby on board sticker are thinking that like it'll decrease their odds of getting in an inevitable car accident in an area like the Twin Cities that just has some of the worst drivers you'll ever see. Especially on 42. The one I saw today was on 42. It's like no one gives a fuck about a baby. You're getting hit today. <laughs> no, it's, it's true. I think people would be down to sacrifice their own children if 42 could be a little bit better of a road. Or 35W. Like, or 35. Well, see, now we're... I've in, just said, let's tear that whole road up and start In Minnesota over. right now, we're in the famous season known as construction season. Right. We're not in spring or it's summer. It's not winter construction. Anymore. Yeah, it's construction. Yep, yeah, there's no such thing as spring. It's, cons- it's construction Winter and construction season. in the Midwest. But. These baby on board people should just get a big sticker that, go- that goes across their whole, like... You know, back window that says "Don't crash into me" or something. You might no, as well just okay. do that. No, I, I'm committing to the bit because we've said, you know, maybe the odds of me getting hit by an idiotic city's driver by having that sticker on my truck. I'm going to legitimately put the sticker on my truck. You you know what you I'm know what that, try it out. You know what that sticker reminds me of. You know, um, hockey growing up at, when you're playing traveling or you're playing like a higher level, it has stop on the back of your jersey so they won't check you from behind. Back check. And, and it's that ne- no one ever sees yeah. the stop the on the back of, the moment, of your jersey no and it's like, oh shit, that's not stopping me. Dude. And especially if like you're in like yeah, if you're in the heat of the moment and all that, you're not gonna you're not gonna not back yeah, check the I shit just, out of that sorry, person. It's just like when I, you're driving. I get, I get the point, like. Maybe people will be a little more careful and be better drivers around me if that I have the baby on board sticker. But people don't care in the cities. No matter what risk there is, they're taking it to to, to get to wherever they're going they're, 20 seconds earlier. They're not looking at what, what sticker you have on your It'll let bumper. Jesus they take don't the care. wheel at that point. Once when I was in high – or actually it was a year after high school, um, uh, I was driving in this horrible fucking weather. Um, like, a, you know, like a road where like cars are coming one way and then going the other, right? So they're right next to each other going at like 50 miles per hour. Two-way traffic. Well, this was like in the road. middle of a fucking blizzard. Some guy completely swerves into my lane. I try to correct and I go right into a ditch. Instead of that person helping me, they just keep fucking driving. Asha. They were the reason I ended up in the ditch. If I didn't go in the ditch, they were going to hit me. And they were probably and, texting or going and, too yep, fast yep. or slamming on their brakes. And to this day, I am still pissed off about it because yeah, I, I don't the only you. reason I got in that accident because of that fuck. They don't even stop it. No, me. the reason why you didn't get in, why why you got into that accident was because you didn't have, didn't a, baby have a baby on baby board on board sticker. sticker. Right, yes. Yes. The baby on board. I'm actually doing it. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I'm we should do all it. do it. I'm I'm gonna fuck do it. it. Um, why do you have a bit? My mom sees that. Yeah. What? Oh, I'm going to explain it to what? everyone. It's a bit. 
No, I, I got I got Leonardo some girl DiCaprio pregnant. Where he points at the screen. He just said the name of the show. I just said the name of the show. Point at the screen. Mom, mom, I have a kid. It, it, I didn't tell you about it, but I have a kid. I have a child. I have, I, right. I have let's, joint custody. Let's, uh, let's go on to our next segment here. We got current events, two truths, and a lie. For those of you who are new here, thank you for listening. I'm going to read three headlines that I saw in the news. Two of them are true. One I made up. You guys have to guess which one is false. You ready? Yeah. Yep. Okay. First headline we got here is a port. I almost said porn. A pair of porn. socks worn by Summer Ray went for over $5,000 on eBay last weekend. That's very realistic. I socks. Mean, yeah, yep. socks. Nope. Yeah. I mean, there's people like feet. Andy out I mean, there. I so. wish, yeah, I was about to say, if Andy was here, we'd ask how much he'd pay. It'd probably be around five grand. Dude, right? it might be more than that if we didn't tell him that. I'd pay like 20000 You know, Andy would be like, did she work out in them or no? You know what I'm saying? He would ask yeah. really specific questions. Yeah, and he'd be like, yeah, five Gs is a lot well, of money. Well, she did. I'll, I'll pay 15. Summer is pretty popular, too. Calm down, Andy. Andrew. Um, okay, a 15. And I guess these are all kind of, I kind of had like an unofficial theme here of these are all money related. So the second one is a 15th century bowl. Bought for thirty five dollars at a yard sale, resold for seven hundred and twenty two k on eBay. See, I also could believe that someone bought a Honus Wagner baseball card for like fifteen dollars at a garage <laughs> sale once, and they resold it for like two point six million. Right, I feel it's, like that it's crazy, yeah. dude. I honestly like if I was smarter with history and stuff, if I was like the American picker guys. I'd go to more yard sales. Honestly, that would be a great bit we could do is where the ten k boys just go and try to find like the best item you can at a garage sale. That'd be a that'd be a fun oh. video. That'd be a good video. It is garage so sale season. You get, you get like it two is. hours. You get to plan out your route, your sales. Yep. Whoever finds the most valuable or coolest item. Yep. And, well, then, and then you have a like panel a of judges show. who weren't involved who picked the coolest. Well, you know, you know we, we can have a more scientific way of measuring it too. Like the most valuable item that you paid the least for. So if you're like, I bought this for $10, but it okay. sells for $160, you know right now you made 150 profit. Whoever makes the most profit wins. Okay. It sounds like we just came up with the next best reality show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like American Pickers This probably shit. exists, but it's fine. We're not even going to research. No. Like, if we don't research no. it, then no one else started it before we did. Exactly. Yeah. We started it. Okay. I'm going to start We're a band. That works. I'm going to start a band called Guns N' Roses, and I didn't research. I don't assume yeah. that. Don't, I, don't, don't, don't Google it, and you won't get sued or anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, hey, no, I, I, I spoke guns with the Sorry, Z. this reminds yeah. me. Let's call this person out. Someone had the audacity to call out our outdoors owner, Sam Twistall, who does a brilliant job of managing all of our outdoor pages for 10,000 takes. They had a similar-ish name, not even the same oh, name. Right. And they also had about 10% the audience Sam Twistle had. And um, so our outdoor page, the message is saying, hey, you have to change your name. I've been an account for too much longer than you, even though Sam has four or five times the audience this person has. And he wasn't even nice about it. He was a dick about it. Thanks for well, changing your name. You want to know what Sam said? He literally said, go fuck yourself. It, yeah, yeah, pretty guy, much. Fuck him. Good. But you, you sorry, should... sorry, I did it better than you. Yep. He, he, Jake and I were in a band called 12 Hour Day. Go search them, go buy their stuff. Jake and I aren't making the go money. Go buy the merch. Wink, wink. Yeah, but uh, doesn't <laughs> it doesn't exist. There's no merch. But anymore. if a giant, if someone came out of the woodworks, became a band called 12 Hour Day, and they blew up, it's not like we're going to sue them. Like, we have the name first. No, you're the famous person. You guys made the name famous, not us. Right. Exactly. We're right. not going to bitch about it. Well, like... that, that's like someone telling Jeff Bezos, well, I came up with Amazon for the name of my boat. <laughs> like you gotta change it. It's like no, bro. This is a trillion dollar company now. Like Ugh. you gotta change it. Change your damn. Makes boat. absolutely no sense. Cost you twenty dollars. Cost me millions. Anyway, people bitch. But yeah, I think the garage sale idea is good. And if you guys like that idea, let us know. Um. All right. The third one is I don't know. It's written wrong on the George sheet. Man. George Man. It's George Man receives final paycheck of nine hundred fifteen dollars in oiled up covered pennies with a note on top saying "fuck you" from his employer. The article didn't mention what industry you worked in. I'm going to assume it was something that involved oil and wheelbarrows. 
Or not. In the oil field. Maybe it was a tech company. Maybe that's how they do things out in California. I have See, no the, idea. You know, that's also very believable because, like, let's say, as unlikely as it would, someone like Bubba rose to, like, start his own company and got a few employees. If you piss Bubba off enough and he fired you, that's literally something he would do. Yeah. 100%. Some, some guy who was appointed a leadership position spent his whole day doing this. As but just to get back at someone. The thing is, if it was Bubba like giving this to the person instead of saying "fuck you," just say "go fuck your mother" or something. So hold on, he shit. he had to give this person nine thousand one hundred and fifty pennies. Is that my math right? Yes. Uh, yeah. What is that? Yeah. Times a hundred. Nope. Nine, yep. Yeah. That's nine thousand. That's no. Ninety. I, I think it's 90, nine. 000, yes. Nine thousand. Yes. Nine thousand. Yes. We're horrible. So how many? How many, how many pennies are in it? So there's a hundred pennies and, and a dollar. dollar. So. It, it, the picture on the on the internet was it was all so hundred thousand nine hundred thousand dropped it off at his house in a wheelbarrow, ninety five thousand oiled up pennies and just a little piece of paper on top saying "fuck you." That was his final paycheck. Honestly, yeah, I, like I really if that is true, I I actually how how he not respect that? That's yeah. such a power move, mm-hmm. right? That's something that we should do to Bubba right now. Here's, well, it's not like this guy got fired; he quit, and they were they were little bitches about it, but. Yeah. Anyways, bitch baby boy. on board, throw it on that guy's Range Rover, whoever was in charge of this. But, uh, okay, so the three stories, just to recap, Summer Ray Sox, 15th Century Bowl that someone flipped, and the Georgia man getting the pennies. Which one do you guys think is false? Okay, so Jake, I think that it's the Summer Ray Sox thing, only because the other two have very specific numbers, and the Summer Ray is over 5,000, right? The other two, if you look at our document here, the other two are like specific numbers. Bull, a century bull bought for thirty five, reselling for seven hundred twenty two thousand, and a check of nine hundred fifteen dollars. The only one that's just very general, um, and the only reason I'm also saying that is in accounting. If you see like a flat number, like someone said they spent five thousand dollars on something, mm-hmm. you know that that's probably a lie. No yeah. one spends exact change like that, right? And I know it does say over, but my guess for those reasons is going to be the summer race story. Even though, let's be honest, I would not be surprised if someone spent five grand on their socks, but I'm going to go right. with that story. I'm also going to go with that one too, just because I feel like it's more that would. One be more than five thousand dollars, and I think the creator of this of this headline had some array on his mind in some way. And, uh, <laughs> and the uh, smile there that Jack had when Jack yeah, said that was yeah, so guilty. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go with the number one final answer. Must be a millionaire. You started shaking like a bitch. You guys are like right. a like hey, a female dog. Zane, why have to be an accountant? I could have chosen anything to do in life. You're, I actually am starting to think I suck at this because you guys get it right every time. I think we we were like, see, I, I was thinking one, but that that like already, I, but honestly, that was very out of these that three was things that, that was, was like, the most believable. I know, yeah, a hundred percent. I really tried to outdo it. I usually try to make them blend in, but I was like, I the fake one this week it needs to be obvious that it's real. Yeah, yeah. Because, and let's be honest, I think Summer Ray with like the audience she has, it's probably way more than five grand. Yeah, no, for sure. I probably that, should have thought out that number. You could have probably better. did like fifty thousand one hundred fifty dollars or something. Research, but I would have just felt like a piece of shit even googling that Summer Ray socks for sale. <laughs> Goes up in your comes up in your history. Even though it's F- for a podcast, I couldn't live with myself, but. You probably, dude. You don't even have to research it. You probably could just message Dandy. So how much are Summer Ray socks going for? They're going for about fifteen. Yeah, yeah, market value about eight. Jack, I love how you have a problem doing that. But one of our potential segments that we'll do in the future is Pornhub, Pornhub comment of the week, and you've had no issues when we pondered that topic. She did respond to one of my comments. She did. Yeah, Yeah. that was that was a good week for me. Julia Rose tweeted back at me, and then Summer Ray commented back. You could probably get her socks for free at this point. <laughs> Jack is over end. here thinking about what could be. What could have been. What could have no been. No time in life for what it could have, should have. Now I'm just doing with ants in the studio instead of uh, being with Summer Rae. Uh, it's Captain Hindsight. 
Coulda, shoulda, woulda. South Park reference. Good. Thanks, Jake. All Thank right. You. you know what? Let's cut to a commercial quick before our interview with Caleb Truax, American Boxer. Cut to that right now. Hey, Jake, have you ever heard of an all-in-one sports betting app? No, but I've been, I've been looking all over the app store, but I can't find one. Well, you must not have looked hard enough. Let me introduce to you a new app called Vigit. You can get connected with like-minded fans and discuss picks and predictions. Oh, like the social media bit, but yeah. for betting. It's like Facebook. Hell yeah. Same story. On top of that, you can legally place bets in all 50 states, which does include Minnesota. Compete to win prizes, and you can bet on things like spreads, money lines, over-unders, the whole nine yards. You can win some Amazon gift cards or you name it. Sign up. All you got to do is just simply download the Vigit app on Apple App Store or Google Play Store and enter the promo code 10K when you sign up to receive 2,500 coins right off the bat. Once again, that is Vigit, V-I-G-I-T, and use the promo code 10K when you sign up. You know, you can use those coins to uh, throw some money on the Harvard versus over-under like me or even the hot dog eating contest. It's a great bit. So download the Vigit app today. All right, everyone. Welcome back to It's a Bit. We got a very special guest with on today. It is Caleb Truax. He's an American professional boxer, former IBF super middleweight champion, and he's an Osseo, Minnesota native as well as a U of M grad. Caleb, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, good to be here with you guys, man. Yeah. I was going to say, Jack, you should have like did like announce his info as if you were like the uh, boxing oh. announcer. The welterweight champion of the world. <laughs> yes. You know. I I missed that. We should have taken no. my mic and hung it down from the ceiling. Yeah, try to <laughs> figure all that out. I mean, it would be. Super By the way, I've always wanted the this is this is a really stupid question, but do those mics? Is there something that holds them above the shot so that it looks like it hangs down, or how do they do that? Uh, you guys, like, you guys watch too many movies, man. That that's from like uh, that's from like 1940 when they used to do that. It's like WWE shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's the fake stuff. It's all wireless. We're not we're talking about the real they, stuff. They used, yeah, to do that. they used to do that back in the day, but not anymore. <laughs> right. Okay. We saw that in the. I'm probably watched too much too much Rocky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah. Not, instead of real boxing, but right, right, not mm. not exactly the same thing. But mm. I I uh, I was talking to Caleb earlier. We're drinking your eight count beer. Yeah. And mm. it's it's a good IPA. It's good stuff. I know. During your last fight, we were drinking it too. I mean, for those of you who are IPA drinkers out there, it's really smooth for what is it, eight percent? Seven, seven, seven and, and a half percent, man. It's it's, it's, uh, it's yeah. good. Stuff. I, I, I would even say to people who claim like I don't like IPAs, I've never liked IPAs. You might actually like this beer. This is goes down super easy, super well, this smooth. Is the right kind of dangerous. That's what I like. <laughs> that's how I like to yeah, it's it. perfect. So, Caleb, how did you get involved with the beer company to actually create this thing? Yeah. Uh, so the the company that makes it is, is Lupulin Brewing. They're out of Big Lake, Minnesota. And uh, right when they first opened up, uh, I live in St. Michael. Big Lake is like 20 minutes away from me. And right when they first opened up, I think it was 2014 or 2015, uh, my cousin who lives in Monticello was driving past the brewery and, and saw that there was a new brewery in town. So we started going over there and uh, we'd, we'd go over there before we went ice fishing and uh, have a couple of beers and go fishing. And we got to know the owners because we were like the only people in there when it first opened up. You know, it wasn't uh, wasn't super busy and wasn't uh, as huge it is as it is now. And just formed a relationship with the guys there. And I think in 20, 2016, they, they came on board as a sponsor where I had my uh, their their patch on my trunks, my robe. And I would have like my after fight parties at their at their tap room. And then um, just last year, uh, I think last year either June or July, 
we uh, we launched eight count and and uh, it's been taking off and doing pretty well so far. So I got my own beer and I drink too much of it. And uh, <laughs> that's <probably> stop. <laughs> that's the dream, though. You yeah, have your own beer. I mean, we we talk about that all the time, getting our own beer. But I'd imagine there's just way more into it than I think. That's how you know you've made it in life, right? You, get you have your, your own beer. Well, that that and you're on Wikipedia. That's my. <laughs> I mean, and if you probably can't see it on camera, but I mean, like. You can see your image and likeness on here, like kind of in the background of it. That's fucking awesome. I'm a awesome. fan of the color scheme. I yeah, always, I always kind of like the matte black and gold look. Yeah. That, know, that's that kind of it's fitting to the sport as it's well. Fucking dirty. That's me. Uh, so, that's me uppercutting my man Matt Vanda <laughs> from our fight. Oh yeah, that's 20, awesome. Uh, 2013, I believe. 2014, 2013. Now, does the the eight count? Does that come from the count of when you knock someone out? The ref gives you eight they give, seconds. They give you ten seconds. Ten seconds. Okay. So, no, so uh, they give you eight. If if you get back up, if you get back up and you're not knocked out, they automatically give you eight. It's called the standing eight count. So, um, okay. If you even if you get up at two, they still count to eight to to assess you and make sure you're okay. And I have to give credit to my man Sean Jensen, who is in charge of all my media stuff and and uh, sponsor stuff. He he came up with the name on a whim and and it's stuck and it's it's worked well so far. Well, it's also a competition. If you can drink eight of them in an hour, you win like a prize. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Don't, do that. don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll go to the hospital. We're not, yeah, we're sure. not advising that. We're not, we're not advising that, but it's certainly uh, it'd be fun. Hey, Kate, I last thought you had those awesome U of N gloves. Is that the first time you did that, or have you always rocked those gloves? No, that's the first time I uh, I've had the U of M gloves. Uh, I always rock uh, U of M colors for my for my trunks, and uh, my man Ernie Gabon. He, he works for Everlast, which is one of the, the premier companies in boxing. Uh, everybody's probably heard of Everlast before. Yeah. But uh, he designs my trunks, and he designed those gloves, uh, and they're awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to auction them off for charity here pretty soon. Uh, we're, we're trying to, to uh, donate to one of, the, uh, one of the charities I work with called House of Charity in Minneapolis. They, they house and feed homeless people in Minneapolis, so I'm going to auction off those gloves at some point here pretty soon and, and, and donate all the proceeds to the house of charity. Say, that's we, awesome. We might have to make a bid for them. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're big collectors of memorabilia and stuff. So that might be a good addition. Well, you could put it by the, we got the sign Mike Tyson. Like it's like the punch the, out, punch it's, out. It's the punch out old, old eight yeah. bit game, you know, <laughs> right. on Nintendo. And we got a signed picture of that. That was that. through charity too. Yeah. That was through charity. So it'll only fitting to, Put uh, Caleb Truax's uh, boxing gloves up there. U of M colors too, very fitting with Minnesota themes. So we'd love it. That'd be, that'd do you be have perfect. like a website or something you do that through, or is this just all preliminary right now? Uh, well, I, I do have a website, CalebTruax.com, but I, I, I'm pretty sure we're just going to do like a, a Facebook Live type, like live auction, okay. and, or or something along those lines. You know, just a live auction and, and see who puts in the the highest bid and whoever does gets. Are you gonna get like a auctioneer guy who talks really fast? We got five hundred to five hundred over here, six hundred, six hundred. You're hired. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was gonna say he might be able to do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm I'm your guy. It's Let's one of your do many it. Voices you could do, Jake. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it. That I don't know if I can keep doing it. Doing the Kirk Cousins voice and and we'll pay you for it too. <laughs> do an auctioneer, Kirk Cousins, yeah, 200, yeah. 200 over here, 200. I'm going to slow down a little bit. Uh, you could, yeah, you just want to recompile myself. As, yeah, Kirk Cousins is actually going to give away my gloves for charity. He's going to be the auctioneer today. All these comments. That's not Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've been through the ringer of that. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah, exactly. no shit. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Exactly. Right. Uh, I guess this is just like a 
a, a boxing question that I think a lot of the common fans want to know, but what's it like to just knock someone out? I mean, we obviously, it's obviously like an awesome thing, like as you won the fight, but I guess what's, what's like your initial reaction to, to just doing something like that with just your hand? There's uh there's, there's not much that's like it in the world, man. I, uh, I've, I've played sports my whole life. Uh, you know, I was a football player, baseball player in high school, went to, to play football in college before uh, an injury stopped that. And um, it's, you know, I, like I said, I played sports my whole life, uh, most of them being team sports. And the fact that it's an individual sport and uh, the, the dedication it takes to be a professional boxer, when you, when you knock somebody out, even, even when you don't knock somebody out, when you get your hand, when you get your hand raised, uh there's right. nothing like it man it's there it's like a high you know like uh that's that's what keeps people coming back and uh, I, i've never really done any drugs but uh, i imagine that's what it feels like <laughs> right. well it's a healthy drug healthier yeah, i, I should that's say that's gotta be better for you than <laughs> yeah. any other drug out there i mean it, I, it's always blown my mind ufc and boxing how much time you guys actually put in like in yeah. camp to just prepare for i mean tyson had fights that were like 40 seconds yeah. Yeah. People prepare mo- people prepare months for that, and sometimes they can end with just the snap of a finger if it's like an early knockout. So that- it's almost a, it's almost a letdown when that happens. Like I've had a couple. I don't I don't have too many early round knockouts, but I've had a couple in the first round and a couple more than more than a few in the second round. And it's almost like a letdown, you know, like you you've worked for six or eight weeks to to go eight or ten rounds, twelve rounds, whatever it is, and uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's done in in two minutes, and it's it's a high uh, because you win and you accomplish yeah. your goal and did exactly what you trained to do. But then you're like, man, I had like 10 more rounds to go. I was ready to roll. <laughs> right. Well, hey, so you, yeah. you said you play baseball and football. Would you say knocking someone out would rank above hitting a home run or scoring a touchdown in terms of feelings? Uh, I've never hit a walk off grand slam, but uh, I imagine it's better than that. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the excitement. For a walk-off home run in the World Series, uh, is is probably akin to knocking somebody out. <laughs> now I gotta ask, what's it like being on the being being on the other end of it? If you have been knocked out or sustained like a blow to your to your face, I mean, what's that? What's that like being on the other end of it? Right. <laughs> it's uh, everybody always asks me that, and I always tell them it's it's I'm used to it because I've been doing it so long. And it's not something that any person should ever get used to. <laughs> right. No. But, uh, uh, it's, I guess it's, it's good that, that uh, I'm able to get punched in the face and not, <laughs> not care. But at the same time, uh, I don't recommend it for uh, you guys to, to, to go out there and get used to getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said well, you've gotten used to it. Does that mean that your has your pain tolerance increased as you've gone through your career? Do you think, or no, is it still the same pain? Uh, you're just fighting through. You're it? just better at fighting yeah. through it. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, man, I don't really, I don't really feel any pain when I'm, when I'm boxing. It's, it's, uh, uh, when you get hit in the body with a good body shot, that hurts, um, way more so than, than a, a shot to the head. The head shots just kind of daze you or, or knock you out. But, uh, um, body shots, especially to the liver. Uh, uh, if you get hit with a left hook to the liver, that doesn't feel good at all. But, um, I mean, I train so hard and I'm so focused. And so I have such like tunnel vision when I'm fighting that mm-hmm. if you punch me in the nose and it hurts, I don't really, it doesn't it's even like, phase whatever. me. You know, it doesn't care. And so, I don't care. so like, obviously people like us, like stub our toe and we're like 
bitching, like the worst day Shit. ever. Like normal little stupid injuries like that, do you just brush them off? Ooh, like, no, I'm still a pussy when it comes to that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, that makes me feel a little better. I, I could you, totally you, see uh, that. Like, you, yeah. you talk to my girl and she thinks I'm the biggest wuss in the world, but when it comes to getting punched in the face, I I can take that. <laughs> so like, like mosquito bite, you're like, ow, what the fuck? But then punch in the face it's like just another day of the office yeah exactly <laughs> see a see a tiny spy, spider crawling across the bathroom floor i ain't going in there oh hey let's go get i want to go uh go box tonight go let's up, do it yeah go up against <laughs> yeah. this absolute machine <laughs> and just knock them out i uh I, I get stuff all the time from my friends where you know some of them skydive or, or do crazy shit like that and and i'm i'm always like why would you do that you know it's nuts why what are you thinking you know and they're like dude you you get punched in the face for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I guess, yeah, we're just seeing it from a different perspective, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's almost one of those things where, yeah, I get punched in the face for a living. I don't want to deal with anything else out of that. So I'd rather just have a pain-free life. I don't want to stub my toe. I don't want to deal with all that yeah. crap. Well, and obviously no one like yeah. plans on yeah. Actually, there are I mean, people who are into getting hurt, which I will never understand. That's some weird <laughs> fetish shit. That's some weird I, shit. I don't know. But... <laughs> Going a little off of boxing, I saw you recently got a new grill. Are you you're a big grilling and smoking guy? Uh, yeah. Going back to the drugs thing, meats, meats, meats. But it is four twenty tomorrow. Is, but nope. Yeah, actually, when we release the episode, it's four. Oh yeah, we'll be on four twenty. But, but we're talking about meats. We're talking about meats. What's like? Uh, what's what's your go to when it comes to smoking meats? Uh, it's got to be brisket, man. Uh, brisket. I, I I love some some smoked brisket. Uh, I love you know smoked pulled pork and and. Uh, ribs and all that stuff but uh, i'm a brisket guy man and my cousins uh my cousins are like pit masters they uh they they smoke uh stuff all the time and, and grill stuff all the time but um i uh so i well because they're because they're so good at it, i've been spoiled and uh uh I'm, I'm a i'm a i'm a tough critic when it comes to barbecue stuff but i actually just went to uh a place that's by me in hanover big four barbecue and they got some good stuff man really really good stuff uh, but, uh, yeah, it's gotta be brisket. So did you become a smoker after you were a father or before? Uh, yeah, right. Meats. How, how does that line up I, on the whole dad timeline? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't do the smoke and I, I, I usually just grill. I, uh, okay. I, I eat the smoke food and, and, uh, drink some beer while my, my cousins are doing it, but, uh, I don't got I was time gonna to say that you let that be someone else's problem because that's a, that's a whole day task. Yeah, smoking meats. Yeah, it's just all day. Eventually, you're just sitting there. Like, I want to eat. I'm. I can't sit there and keep smelling all right. this. I have to say it. Did you guys ever see like the first ever Facebook Live was Mark Zuckerberg in his backyard? Oh my god! Talking about smoking meats, and it's like he just talked for over. An, it was the most awkward thing. He's like, "Yeah, so smoking these meats with my buddies," and like these two random guys are in the background. Dude. They're sitting. They're sitting in those chairs that like your parents show up to like little league like baseball with and someone's like aren't you a zillionaire why are you buying those shitty chairs yeah dude that was disturbing by the right. way that was, I, so before, that was probably before he was a billionaire <laughs> yeah no, I, this was well, recent was it unfortunately this the was recent facebook live was probably like what, four this was during core this was during quarantine i think no this was before it. oh really okay you go back and look at but the meme but he was still a billionaire i had to i had to bring that up when we're talking Ca- about caleb I, I you probably don't want to look it up it might turn you off to barbecuing in right. general because uh, mike zuckerberg yeah, might have just ruined for you right. but you you did mention a a top play a really good place up by you but do you have a favorite bbq place either in, in minnesota or anywhere that you visited around the country do you have a top spot uh for barbecue not really man i mean i i've had some some good places around here that that big bar in hanover is real good i just i've eaten there twice in the last few weeks uh 
uh, since I first tried it. And um, Q Fanatic in Champlain, that's uh, that's a pretty good little place. Um, like I said, man, I've I've uh, I've been so spoiled by uh, my cousins uh, smoking stuff on their big oil drum uh, smoker, Lieutenant Dan. And I'm a I'm a hard critic. Lieutenant Dan, right. Hey, so is it actually true that you never were really interested in boxing until you joined a tough man contest in college? Uh, well, so I, I was interested in it. I, I, uh, I watched it growing up. I watched it. I was a big fan of it, but I was never really interested in, in competing in it because I didn't realize that uh, it was even a thing in Minnesota. You know, I, I yeah. didn't know golden gloves. And, you know, I grew up in Osseo and, and my gym when I first started was, was in Anoka. So like, you know, 15 minutes away. And it's not well publicized and it's not a high school sport or it's not a, it's not a club sport, you know, when you're growing up. So you don't really, you have to seek it out. You, you have to be introduced to it. Whereas, you know, for baseball, everybody knows there's Omega baseball Mm -hmm. for Rossio and Maple Grove. And everybody knows there's, there's hockey and basketball and football. So um, it just wasn't uh, something that, that uh, I knew was out there. But you did do a tough man contest. Is that true or no? Yeah. Is that just fit? That is <laughs> that's what? I started, what? That's how I started. What goes in? What's what's a tough yeah. man contest? I, mean, I, I like, have a general idea based on the name, but, but like what goes into that? <laughs> right. Well, they used to have them on TV um, back on like FX back in the day, but uh, this was different than that, man. This was uh, my buddy Rob Sutherland and I. Uh, we were sitting in my in my uh, apartment at the University Village at the U of M one night, and we were. <laughs> looking through the city pages and there was an ad for a tough guy in the city pages. And, uh, we were probably both drunk and, and, uh, <laughs> made a bad decision. Like, Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's try this out. And, uh, it was just at like a local bar. You just go there pay like 30 bucks to, to, to sign up for it. And half the people that were in it were drinking and smoking cigarettes like right before the yes. class. And, uh, <laughs> the first, the, my first fight, I got my ass kicked. I, I, uh, I didn't train at all. I had never really boxed or I never boxed at all competitively, except for, except for just messing around with my friends in the backyard with some gloves on and, uh, got my ass kicked and was totally out of shape. And, uh, even though I lost, I, I, I enjoyed it and, uh, started going back to the gym and, and actually training to, to be successful and, and did another tough guy and won that one. Then I, then I, uh, transitioned to amateur boxing. So this is just wow. in like the this was just at a bar. They just gave you they just gave you gloves. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah go CR go fight that drunk guy over there. CR Billiards. Uh there was uh <laughs> um well it, it was actually set up by my former gym or by the gym that I'm at now, but it used to be in Anoka. Uh so they were the ones that were in charge of of putting on the show, you know, there was the coaches there and they would they would wrap you up and get your gloves on and, and kinda warm you up and tell you some basic strategy what you're supposed to do with it nobody ever follows in those in those guys no the tough guy tournaments and i imagine really quick um, i imagine there's just a crowd of people is there is there's a bunch of drunk people just watching too every every time i did one after i was an amateur i would go back and and help coach the help coach the the tough the tough guys and tough girls that were doing it and it was awesome man it was fun so you were like, were you like 19 then when you started actually training? Yeah, like 19 or 20, something like that. Yeah. So so yeah. obviously boxing's a sport where people start when they're like fucking four years old, right? So yeah. was there like a lot of, was there a big learning curve? Like yeah. when you were fighting people who've been fighting since they were five or how yeah, long did it take to kind of bridge that gap? Uh, you know what, man? I, I uh, <laughs> even to this day, uh, you know, obviously I've been a pro for 14 years now and 
and have tons of pro experience, tons of pro fights. But uh, the guys that I'm fighting, they've been they've been fighting a lot longer than I have, you know. And and uh, yeah. I had about 30, 35 amateur fights, and some of the guys that I've fought against have hundreds of amateur fights, and have been doing it like you said since they're since they're old enough to walk into a gym. And so I've always said that, uh, and kind of live by the, uh, the the mantra of cut no corners and and just work as hard as I can to to bridge the gap in experience. You know, I, I always knew that I had to make up for that time with hard work and uh that's what i did well it clearly fucking worked because you became champion of the world that's great that blows my mind you <laughs> yeah. started at 19 you become champion of the world that's like kind of rem- deontay wilder started when he was in his 20s but there's a huge yeah. difference there because he can knock anyone out with one punch you know if yeah. you can do that it doesn't matter when you start when you're 22 but when you start when you're 19 that's crazy well and it's just yeah. it just proves it's never too late for someone no. who wants to go after something for anything you work, you work hard enough yeah yeah for sure man for sure, and I, 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 uh, I, I, uh, like like I said before, I, I had never put on a pair of boxing gloves until uh, uh, until I was nineteen or twenty. Other than just messing around with my friends in the backyard and and yeah. uh, trying to trying to yeah. fool around, but uh, you know, be, being an athlete, uh, being an athlete really really helped uh, me catch up on on lost time. Just uh, you know, by being able to be in shape and move, and actually baseball baseball really helped me more than any other sport that I played just because uh the 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 mechanics of of throwing a punch I'm right-handed and the mechanics of throwing a, a good right hand which I which I have is my probably my best punch um uh, uh that that really helped me because uh the mechanics are uh, similar to swinging you know you keep your weight back you 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 pivot on your back foot and and uh, kind of twash the bug like we say and yeah, uh, also I always approach boxing uh, how, how a pitcher approaches, you know, you can have a, you can have a, a 102 mile per hour fastball, but if you throw 102 miles per hour all the time, somebody's going to catch up to it. And right. And there's nine it. innings and there's nine innings in baseball. There's yeah, exactly. So I've always been, I, I stress that to the kids that come to the gym now, like you can, you can try to be as fast as you want. You can try to be as quick, uh, as powerful as you want, but if you don't switch it up, if you don't, if you don't have a curveball, if you don't have a changeup, you don't have a fastball, uh, then, then you might as well, uh, then you're stuck, you know, <laughs> somebody's going to time Look, you. Somebody's gonna that, catch that's up a, you. that's a fucking amazing like analogy, right? Because if you're, if you're somebody who throws 102 miles per hour, what's your most effective pitch? It's going to be that 85 mile per hour change when that person yeah. is not expecting. Right. 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 That makes yep. so much sense. Yeah. That's how I've approached so, boxing my whole career. And that's how I try to teach kids that come to my gym because the, the thing that everybody wants to do and the thing that people uh, the, the, the common misconception in boxing is this, it's all about power and speed and it's not, it's, it's about outthinking your, your, uh, opponent, uh, out timing your opponent, obviously power and speed are, are God given awesome things to have. But at the end of the day, like I'm not the fastest guy. I'm not the most powerful guy. I just outsmart people. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, yeah. you don't want to be predictable. Exactly. Yeah. Like the, the most historical fight, uh, you know, underdog over, a you know, a powerhouse uh, that I can think of in history is Rocky over uh, Shut up. the uh, the Russian. Um, no, I just right. No, but, over. Just like, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Just be like, wait, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Hey, hold on a second. I gotta wait. let my dog out. Hold on one second. All right, no, no, you're good. But uh, wait, that wasn't a documentary. <laughs> Damn it! I swore I, I saw that on Thirty for Thirty. That that, that just sh- shatters my entire universe right there. I am I am upset. That's ever happened on your podcast. 
Oh well, no, we we <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, right, I mean, we've had stranger things happen. Uh, so. Mess up my my, uh, my feng shui. <laughs> no worries, we kept it going. Journalism 101 over here. No, no, we're, we're good. Yeah, we okay, keep going. While we're kind of getting into what he just did, um, <laughs> what's like your honest take on this this kind of trend we're seeing, the celebrity boxing trend? I know there's obviously the whole Jake Paul thing. You have now there's like this TikTokers versus YouTubers, boxing. The Triller thing. Do you think it? Do you think it's good for the sport or do you think it's severely damaging it? Uh, you know I don't think it's bad for the sport. Um, I good. That's that's yet to be seen. Um, right. I think that uh, as far as Jake Paul goes, you know, he's the one that's obviously had the most uh, the most shine uh, with the whole celebrity boxing stuff. Um, he he takes the sport seriously. Uh, he's been training. Uh, he's he's been on weight, and he seems to be improving. And he he's for a guy that's only had three fights and has only been doing this. Uh, for a couple of years, uh, as far as I know, he he's not a bad fighter. You know, like he he looks better than than uh, amateur fighters that I know. He probably looks better than I did when I was an amateur for uh, for for three fights. And um, uh, what, it all comes down to money, especially in boxing. It all comes down to money. Mm-hmm. And if he's able to 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 get people to pay for his fights. Uh, like the last one, uh, just on Saturday, I heard that it's going to be like 1.5 to 2 million pay-per-view buys, which is more more pay-per-view buys than pretty much anyone ex- outside of Canelo Alvarez and and Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury can do in boxing. Then good for him, man. And as long as he's not stealing uh, opportunities for other boxers, like if he was put it, being put on on shows um, that were on uh, Showtime or or uh, uh, PBC on Fox or, or top rank on ESPN, then I wouldn't be as um, open to it because he'd be stealing opportunities for guys that have earned it. But he's right. doing his own thing on pay-per-view and people are willing to pay for it. And he's putting real fighters on the undercard. So I think it's a, I think it's a win-win for, for boxing right now. And especially anybody that's on the undercard that's getting paid. Okay. All that good stuff being said about Jake Paul. How long is he last in the ring with you? He's still a clown. Yeah. <laughs> he's still a clown. Still getting yeah. knocked out. Well, yeah. well, here's the thing, too, though. Like, like, he has looked great in his three fights. He's not fought but one no. legitimate boxer. So, no. Like, like, well, he fought a, re- like a retired NBA player, a YouTuber, and then and Ben Askren. And a wrestler. He's and a barely tr- Dude, Ben I really, Askren. I really like... wish I would have put some money on on uh, this last fight. And uh, I I told my buddies, like, he's going to knock Ben Askren out because Ben Askren, obviously, is a UFC vet. and and a great wrestler, and he's had success in the UFC, but he looks terrible against UFC fighters when it comes to striking. And it was like plus 330 for, for Jake Paul to win by knockout, and I should have put like two grand on it, man. I would... It was <laughs> plus yeah. 330? Yeah, that was yeah. a steal. For, for, a knockout, well, for, for a knockout. For a knockout. For a knockout. And I think, too. Like, he was like minus 150 to win, but for a knockout, yeah. it was like plus 330, and I knew he was going to knock him out, and I was stupid to not put a bunch of money on it <laughs> see but from like a gambling perspective these are the best things to bet on because people in vegas don't know what the hell is going to happen yeah so you get these crazy odds it was kind of like the xfl i made a lot betting on the xfl right away because no one under the odds makers didn't understand the league they, didn't, they don't know who's they didn't have win. historical data so you had these massive shifts in the money line that you could just put on it and it was basically a crapshoot. so like yeah. yeah i don't blame i that would have been actually a good idea i almost should bet on that too 
<laughs> but but it's also like but it's also like I don't know if I can just force myself to give Jake Paul any credit. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> that was but a like I, 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 I didn't think we have it. to. I didn't even watch. I mean, it. I, I was I was getting ready to. Uh, you I didn't miss anything to, uh, to watch it, and and uh, me and my girl were watching a show, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bed, man. I ain't got time for shit. Yeah, Caleb, <laughs> unless you're a, a diehard don't. Justin Bieber fan, then you would you didn't Dude, miss anything. That was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh yeah, let's get hyped up for a fight, and Justin Bieber's up here singing some let's, like let's pussy throw in ass all, shit. All these concerts that was gross. Let's throw in all these concerts. Let's watch Smoke. Uh, Snoop Dogg smoke weed for like two hours and yeah. then let's watch a five second fight. I will yeah. say the, yeah. the commentary from what I saw, like the highlights, like the commentary between Snoop and and uh, Pete Davidson, uh, right. uh, uh, Pete Davidson was uh, it, that that made me a little bit upset because I know Al Bernstein was on the call, who's a boxing legend, yep. you know, as far as commentating go. And my man, uh, sweet baby Ray Flores was on uh on the call and, and uh, I felt bad for those guys, you know, obviously they're getting paid and they're, and they're, they're part of the team, but uh, it just, it, it, the way Snoop and, and Pete Davidson were calling the fights, like made a mockery of, of an actual profession. Like they, right. like, yeah. They, I'm not sure if you know they, this too, but they were actually inside the arena. They were playing their commentary out loud. So the yeah. fighters in the actual ring could hear what they were saying. And they were literally trashing fighters. Yeah. Who worked fucking so hard to be well in that would yeah like that's gonna crush yeah. your mental your mental stuff yeah, i mean obviously if if you're in an arena where there's fans you'll hear some trash talk but for from sure the people calling it to millions like that would be kind of humiliating if if snoop dogg oh. didn't like you it'd be distracting too it'd be and, super and distracting because he has no idea what the hell he's talking about you know he's right. funny he's funny and you know it's snoop I, i'm a fan of snoop I, i've been a fan for forever but when it comes to boxing, he don't know a freaking thing about it, you know. So uh, for him right. to trash somebody, like, come on, bro. <laughs> well, you you can yeah. kind of see where Triller is like positioning themselves in the market. Like we're trying to be a more unfiltered, entertaining type type like view of fighting. But at what point do you start disrespecting the sport? And I agree yeah, with the commentary yeah. when you have, if anything, then put up a whole thing of celebrity judges. Don't don't bring in actual analysts who are just going to get tr- you know overpowered by. People SNL scre- actors. Yeah, they like, were screaming over each other. You couldn't even really hear the comments. They're all like drinking, so obviously they're just yelling and yeah. Yeah, yeah that Pete was, Davidson was, either. you know, everybody's cursing the whole time and and uh, uh, Oscar De La Hoya was even on there and he's like high. Or oh, every other word was the F-bomb. God. Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. F-bombs and N-bombs and whatever else bombs you can possibly uh, throw and, and it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, I, I, That's the part that I didn't like about it. Right. So you're a U of M grad. Are you uh are you rowing the boat with PJ or do you not give a fuck? <laughs> I, I uh, you know what, man, I I do not like college sports at all because of the NCAA. Um yeah. I think that it's the biggest racket in the world and I and I have a yeah. really big problem with college athletes not getting paid. But that being said, I I still watch all the gopher games. I uh I've been to a couple of gopher football games the last couple of years and and uh, well, not last year, but uh, a couple years, the two years ago. Yearly went like, and not uh, um, Yeah, I, I think PJ Flex a good coach. I uh, uh, he's 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 kind of flipped the program a little bit, and and uh, I'm excited for for next year. Yeah, I think you would like the NCAA a little more if they had collegiate boxing. Right, that'd be interesting. <laughs> well, they they there there is some uh, like there's some club, sport, isn't there? They do or... have. Uh, they do have like club uh, club sport. Uh, yeah. It is a club sport. Some things. I know Notre, right. Notre Dame has a big boxing team. 
And oh, uh, wow. U of M used to have a boxing team back in the day, but not any longer. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if uh, if they're making tons of money off of boxing, like they do off football and and uh, and basketball. I uh, and they weren't paying their guys. I I, I would hate them even worse. <laughs> right. When when at your time, so you were at the U for because I think I saw you played football at Virginia State. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I went to yeah, yeah. as a freshman. I went to Virginia State to play football, and yeah. a knee injury kind of ended that uh, that dream. Yeah. And I, I was never going to be a uh, an NFL player or anything like that. You know, I I wanted to play football in college, and I could have uh, pretty much anywhere around here that was uh, not the University of Minnesota. And uh, I went to Virginia State, and uh, a, a, a nagging knee injury just uh, kind of derailed that that career. And um, I ended up coming back to the U of M just for uh, for to focus on my education my sophomore year, and that's when I picked up boxing because I was so effing bored, uh, yeah. with not being an athlete and uh, or not not mm-hmm. not having not having a competitive uh, outlet, and uh, that's when I picked up boxing. So, in a weird way, would you say that injury is probably one of the best things that ever happened to you in terms of how everything turned out? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. If if I would have if I would have played college football, you know, I would have played for four years and, and ended up getting a job somewhere because like I said, I was not going to be an NFL player or uh, you don't know that you'd be, you'd be just like one of us, you, but you don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I never you, thought you're going to have a you are me on the wall back there. We don't have one yet, but if you want to send us, you one, can be we'll the first we'll one. Up, we'll yeah. definitely <laughs> throw it up. We'll be we'll, happy to. We'll, we'll actually have like a live po- uh, podcast guests. What? Like a whole studio audience. I'm, yeah. I don't exactly. think they make bad heads to boxers. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, we, we can we can figure it out. We'll yeah. we'll make a connection. Did you have a favorite bar when you went to the University of Minnesota? Do you have a go to place that you would go when you were a student? Oh, uh, man, you know, I used to go to Sally's. Sally, Sally's was mm-hmm. uh, the, old the library. Too. I don't think the library is down there no more, man. That it's place not. is tough. But the 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 first uh, the first year I was at the U of M, it was the old library. That place was tough, man. It was uh, it was a shithole, and then they remodeled it. They remodeled it, and it was awesome after that. Um, I'd go to, uh, uh, Sally's, the library, uh, what's the Irish bar down there on Blarney, Fourth street, Blarney, Blarney. Nice. Yep. I go to Blarney. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, what's the, what's the one, uh, it was a real, I'm not sure if it's there anymore. It was the real good, uh, craft beer bar right across the street from Sally's on Washington. I don't, um, oh gosh. I don't think, oh, wow. Stubborn herbs. Stubborn herbs, yeah, stubborn herbs. Yeah, yeah those yep, are my, those yep. are my go-to. It's been there in a while. Oh gosh, what that, do you think of uh, the Dinky the Dinky Town McDonald's closing? That uh, affected yeah, a lot of people. About that? People were pissed. I never, I never went there, man. I never been there once. What? That's uh, <laughs> crazy. Okay, I'm not a McDonald's guy, man. I'm not. Uh, That's probably a good Dinky thing Town. for the best. That would make sense. I was in the library. I was in the library, but uh, or I was at the library all the time, but uh, never. I never stepped foot in that McDonald's one time. I went to the liquor store right next to it all the time. But <laughs> no. always, oh yeah, dude. I actually that, love that close when, too. When college towns call bars a library, it's like, what are you doing? I'm going to the library. It's like I don't, it's a Tuesday night. Like, are you going to the place? Where I'm you studying. Study or well, in a way, I'm Not studying. The bar. Okay, I just had to assume maybe it was a bar. In, in a way, I'm studying. You could study so. at the bar. You can be at the library drinking. Maybe it helps you study. Yeah, that helps you relax. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Just, that's just how it Every works. Every time I've tried it, it doesn't work. Well, it doesn't really do you work. Guys have but... any any last questions for him? I, I guess Caleb. I well, just one more thing. I guess speaking going back to like those crazy fights that are happening. Obviously, uh, 
Mike, we saw Mike Tyson fight in an exhibition. Would would you get into a ring with Mike Tyson even at his age? Would you, would you do that if you had the opportunity to do, to do that? Would you still do it? Uh, with with the amount of money I'd get paid to do it, yes, I would. Yeah. Obviously, everybody everybody saw. You know, uh, I don't know what it was uh, four, five, six months ago. Uh, he's he's still a bad man, and and uh, at fifty four, I think he is. He still can throw some shots, and and yeah. uh, all the old heads in boxing say the power is the last thing to go. You know, you, you never yeah. lose your power. So uh, he right. could still well, he could still knock anybody out if he wanted to. And uh, in that make, fight, you make such in, a good point. In that actually, such a good point. He 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 probably could have knocked out Roy Jones, but I think he was taking it easy. You know, he was beating him up. And, yeah, yeah. there was so hundred percent. The commission had so many rules for that fight that were so weird. Like they weren't yeah. really allowed to fight with the rules. It was so weird. It was just kind of for show. But I mean, if you give no rules out there with Mike Tyson, I'd be terrified. I'm, I do but. think though, just like what Caleb, what you just said, the money is really going to entice a lot of people to fight. Ben Askren fought three fights in the UFC. He's literally said that the fi- the one round he fought against Jake Paul was the most he's ever made in his whole entire life. Five hundred k for one fight, which that, shows that, why that blows people take my the mind. fights against yeah. Jake Paul. You know, you'll get paid well. It makes so much right. sense. That's why I'm trying to fight Jake Paul. Hey, if Jake <laughs> Paul's watching this podcast, come see me, man. Yeah, well, yeah, no, you're we gonna go. fight him because you're record. actually gonna kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we all, I think the world wants to see that. Yeah, I think that's literally why so many pay per views are bought for him because they want to see him get knocked Everyone out. Everyone wants so to see hard. him just get destroyed. That, you know what? That uh, that's a uh, that's a strategy, man. And and that strategy. The, the, Floyd Mayweather. The reason why the reason why Floyd Mayweather made so much money is because you know some people loved him. Uh, and more people hated him, and they, and he talked yeah. so much shit, and he was so brash and and outspoken that people wanted to see him get his head busted in. And he always Never said, did. "Hate me or love me, you're still gonna pay for me." And yeah. uh, well, that's why yeah. he that's why he was making two hundred million dollars a fight. <laughs> well, it's way easier to make people hate you than to make people love. Yeah, you. and I mean, he it takes way more work. I don't I mean, got he's... it in me, man. I don't got it. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, see, you're, you're from Minnesota. We all have this Minnesota right. nice thing, right? Well, yeah. Well, even with the platform we have, we could be we could be dickheads about what we do, but well, we kind of are, but we're kind of nice dickheads. <laughs> I would I would never stoop to the level of like trying to make people hate us to just get no. mentioned anywhere. That's just yeah. not my style either. So I feel you. It's been done though in fighting in the WWE and MMA and in boxing. It's been done. A yeah, you gotta have a times. bad guy. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Batman has to have his Rob or not Robin. Well, you gotta have the heel Joker. There you go. The yeah. heel exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, Caleb, this has been a blast. Before we let you go, uh, we kind of have a signature bit here at, at Ten Thousand Takes called Rapid Fire. We're just going to ask you tw- ten questions, answer them as fast as you can. You ready to go? Yeah, let me take a drink first, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good. You're going to need that. You may need that. Of Brooklyn Brewing this, account. This, <laughs> this first one's going to be interesting, considered you have a sponsorship. But uh, if you're on a deserted island, what's your alcohol of choice that you get for the rest of the time on the island? Lupin Brewing Eight Count IPA. <laughs> nice. Yes. I had no clue that plug. was coming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I did not expect that one. Uh, how many fourth graders could you fend off in self-defense? All of them. I was going <laughs> to say, of them. this is the first time we've asked a fighter that question. Yeah. So. And you know what? All of them? I believe we had, that. I believe sense. We had Ben Lieber, a former uh, linebacker in the NFL. He said eight. Eight? Uh, eight. Lieber, Lieber's getting <laughs> soft, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, I think he's just trying to, like, He's not trying to, trying to show off. A little bit. It's like, come on, Ben. That's my boy. Um, He's good. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite sport outside of boxing? Uh, baseball. Baseball. Yep. Uh, would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? 
I punch, man. I'm a slap, man. I... <laughs> oh, punching only. All right. <laughs> this makes it even crazier. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, probably my grandmother's dead, so I'll say her. <laughs> okay. okay. Rest in peace. Uh, right. Yeah. right. R.I.P. Uh, if you could eat dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, uh, man. Mom, um, Ali. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? Fuck no. All <laughs> <laughs> right. I love pineapple. Though. I love pineapple. Yeah, very stern, right? Yeah, to but point. I agree. It does. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. If you were given an all expenses paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? Uh, actually, I get an all paid, all expenses paid trip to Cleveland once a year to go to the Cleveland Clinic to be part of a fighter study. And oh, and you take it. <laughs> I, go, you... I usually I usually schedule it around a Twins game when they're when they're in uh, in Cleveland and uh, oh, yeah. smart. Perfect. Walk to the walk to the stadium and and uh, uh, watch the game and and then go over to the the Jack Casino right down the street and Ooh. lose a bunch of money and right. walk back, yep. drink a bunch of beers, walk back, and then go do cognitive testing the next morning at like seven o'clock <laughs> in the morning. So. That. Everything but the last thing you said sounds like a dream day for me. Yeah, you made Cleveland sound like enticing. Right. Like I want to go there. Should, now. That should be like an ad for the city of Cleveland. Yeah, we're going to clip this, sell it to Cleveland and their government or something, city, and we'll make money. Ten, uh, it's a bit presented by the city of Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> really, really. Quick, how, what's it like doing cognitive testing when you're hungover? Uh, well, well right? it it doesn't bode well for the results. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> right. Uh, what is your? Oh wait, I skipped a question. Uh, what's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Aliens. Least favorite fast food place. Oh, uh, man. Um, I don't eat too much fast food, but I'll say Taco Bell. Ooh. Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking too. It makes sense. Right. It leaves a rock in your stomach. Right. Um, if a movie was made about your life, who would play you? Um, I've had people tell me I look like Jamie Foxx before, and I'll okay. take it. So yeah, and see it. Fox. All right, <laughs> let's yeah. go with that. You're, we're going with that. That's a good one. <laughs> That's solid. Well, Caleb, yeah. this has been a blast. You know, we're we're excited to to see you perform again. And folks, if you guys are beer drinkers, especially IPA drinkers, buy Eight Count. It's, it's delicious. Really it's good delicious. stuff. It's, good it's stuff, amazing. <laughs> yeah, and, and look out for his auction for the gloves. Although, don't outbid us. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to the, get those. Follow me on Twitter or or Instagram at Golden Caleb T or Facebook just Caleb Chuax, and uh, we're going to try to do something. Uh, uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, to try to get those uh, those gloves auctioned off and and donate all the proceeds to House of Charity, who who uh, house and feed homeless people in Minneapolis, and the, the need is huge right now. So. Um, yeah, especially right now, yeah. Bet ten thousand dollars on the <laughs> on the globe. <laughs> yeah, let's raise sure. some money for charity. Let's do let's it. Let's do yeah, it. Absolutely, all for it. Well, thanks again, Caleb, for coming on. And uh, for those of you listening, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Bonino, 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 all right, everyone, welcome back to It's a Bit. That was a blast with Caleb. A blast. You guys ever see the, the blast? Bit? You guys saw the picture we took with him, like on the big screen. I look like such a bitch. We uh, we kind of all do. We have like a badass boxer who's just doing a boxing pose, and then it's us putting as our a, hands. As a very untechnical. Every bit of oxygen in my lungs to suck in my gut. Putting that picture. <laughs> I just still remember the two times you've done push-ups on this very segment, spin the wheel. You uh, you gassed out. <laughs> well, and I just got my 
first shot of my vaccine yesterday and my arm feels like shit. So if speaking of like when Caleb talked about like being a wussy with like little pain things, I'm the same way. I, I'm already complaining about it. If I have to do 20 pushups, I don't know if it's going to happen. And I'm not one of those cool guys on Instagram who can do it with one hand. I wish. Not me. No, it takes it takes full effort. It takes both hands and lots of uh, motivation. Yep. So, anyways, spin the wheel. Spin, spin the, the wheel. wheel. Spin the wheel. All right, Cam. Wheel of or, bits. Oh, Zane's up first. All right, Jake, you get to announce Drum it. Roll, please. Announce it in your in, in a boxing voice. Seven. Pretend like you were just caught stealing from 10K's petty cash box and were forced to give a company-wide apology if you wanted to keep your job. Give us your apology. It's actually ironic because you're the new CFO. So I know. Yes. It, it would be, if anyone's stealing money, it's you. It's you. Honestly, so if you get caught during that, like, like even if you you have to lie, you mm-hmm. have to come Absolutely. up with a great keep it lie. going. Yeah. I, I would, I, you know, honestly, I'd be like, hey guys, you know, I, I should have asked you guys first. I really should have. <laughs> Bubba, you guys know Bubba. He's been struggling a lot, and he's been coming to me about his money issues. I told him I'd grab 150 uh, for him, and I, I tried to. And you guys caught me. And I'm sorry. Please don't, please don't release this to the rest of the guys. But Bubba's really hurting. That's that. You know, yeah, I, I would just, I trusted him. <laughs> I, I, I think whenever guys make apologies about losing a lot of money that didn't belong to them, they say, "I made a few bad investments. <laughs> yeah, I made a few bad choices. I made a few bad investments. I did a few things I should have done. I lost some money for a lot of good people, and I'm sorry." That's <laughs> That's a pretty standard like financial apology. Yeah, yeah. So. Lost some money. Uh, where I did what I could do to recover. I, I have a problem, and I understand that. Now. I, I would just be like, you know, I tried to do some fancy accounting tricks. I lost the money, so I tried to steal more of our money to make up for it. And I'm just sorry, guys. So the rest of us as financial idiots be like, oh, we tr- we trust that you tried something <laughs> cool like to save the company. It just didn't. You work. know, there were some tax credits I was trying to get. It just didn't work out. I'm sorry, right. guys. Yeah, right. I just thought what I was doing was legal. Spin the wheel, Jake. Spin, spin the, the wheel. wheel, Jake. Spin, spin the wheel. Are we recording, Jake? Yes, we are. Five. Boxing voice. Oh, God. The guys get to text message one non-work person <laughs> in your phone. Uh, who, should we, who should we text, boys? What, we Dude, I don't know. Okay, no, so, so let, let's text mm-hmm. his dad and let's say something really like not accurate about fishing. You know, because his dad's such a big fisherman and all he talks about is fishing. We should be like, hey, dad, I caught a dogfish. You know, we should something ridiculous. Hey, Jake, dad, what, what would be a ridiculous uh, text to send your father? Well, he can't be in on it. Yeah, he can. Why not? It's he, not up to him. He's yeah, going he's, he's 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 to call. He's biased. We have to press send before it, he can even see it. Yeah, you, you, okay. you it okay, can't it. be up to me. It should say, Dad, is it safe to go ice fishing still? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should, can yeah. I text yes. your dad? That, yeah, yeah, no, 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 shut he up, Jake. No, no. Yeah, what the fuck? Is, 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 Don't ask us him. three. Does, should we text his dad if it's safe to go ice fishing right now on would you say, hey, dad, April 19th? Yeah. Would you, <laughs> okay. Would, would you say what? the ice is thick enough to go fishing? <laughs> give me right a call now? later. Okay. So, hey, dad. You got a whole, you got a whole 40 Dude, minutes away you, from the studio <laughs> that you can talk to. Do you think the ice is still thick enough to go ice fishing? Your dad would be like, what? dude, we could have said some really what? fucked up shit yeah, to somebody. This isn't even bad. That's that's respectful. You got half. Yeah, well, you know my dad, he like freak out. He will freak out over that. Time. Are you what? an idiot? Your mom will yeah. call you. Are you on drugs? <laughs> Are you high right now? Are you? Son, oh, don't show. I'm showing oh. you guys. I'm showing oh. you guys. Yeah, I love it. Okay, yep. okay. One more time. The official text going out to Jake's dad. Hey, dad, do you think the ice is still thick enough to go ice fishing? His dad, who is a traditional Minnesotan through and through, will probably lose his shit. It has been sent. Probably disown you legally. Let us, Jake. If you <laughs> say Bubba took your phone, he'll believe that Bubba hey, would think so. Please let us know, stuff. Jake, if your dad does message back during this podcast. We'd love to hear that. I response. will. Okay, okay. All right. Boss man. Right. Spin, Spin the wheel. 
Spin the wheel. Boss man. Wheel of bits. Oh, the wheel of bits. It's the thing where I have to run it back. Wheel of bits. I'm sorry. Seven. <laughs> you started boxing at the age of 19, which is relatively... Oh, wait. <laughs> that was the interview. No, no. That was the no, question. We, we already spun this one. I just spin again. Pretend like you were just caught stealing from 10K's pit. Yeah, oh, wait. On. So you don't yeah, want to yeah, do yeah. that move one? On. Move on. Move on. Move Another on. Spin again. So you do a spin because... You guys got to do the chant, though. Spin, spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Wheel of bits. By the way, my wheel dad just messaged me back. You said what? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, what number? Uh, well, Jake broke the, or Jack broke the Jack broke wheel. it, not me. 14. If you had to be a furry, which animal yes, would you be I and why? this one. So just for those who don't know, a furry this is one. someone who dresses up like an animal in order to have sex. What so is it, I would pick a horse because they naturally assume to have huge cocks. <laughs> <laughs> You'd just be a horse costume with the penis cut out? Well, no, because it basically... <laughs> My lack of size would be <laughs> matched with a si- with a psychological assumption that horses are very well hung. <laughs> they are. They are. But um, I'm not. I recently saw it's a, a psychological things. Like. I recently saw a fucking video. I'm pretty sure it was on the Pat McAfee show of an elephant. Pat McAfee, the biggest, the big. Think of Most a horse. Animals have huge times nine hundred. It was erect. It was dragging oh, on the ground. Dude, nice cock. Of a boat. You've seen. Yes. You know what I'm yes. talking about. So. I immediately thought, poor woman elephant. <laughs> so okay, okay. So, so you guys know in sports when like a team comes with like the best equipment, like the best dress, and you think they're gonna like kick our ass. Yeah, that's gonna be me wearing a horse costume. <laughs> Jake, did you say your dad just texted you back again? Yeah, he's like, so he said what question mark question mark, and he's like in Antarctica. <laughs> and he's he's probably dude. I can see him sitting. He's probably like, just say just say Baba took you. All right, Cam, spin the, the wheel. wheel. Spin the wheel. Wheel of bits. Wheel of bits. It is the... All right. Ten. Call a non-10K person on your phone and complain that Bubba keeps trying to kiss you and it's been really uncomfortable lately. Call your dad. Okay. Call your dad and say that. And you got to get all all mic'd up and everything. Good thing we... Does he know who Bubba is, though? It'd be funny if he knows who Bubba is. He does. Okay, awesome. I told him the story of how Bubba bitched out about the golf thing. Perfect. So so, so when you call your dad, be like, how would you handle the situation? Let's get advice. Like, be serious. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully he fucking answers. (laughs) The anticipation builds. Oh, my God. Is he going to answer? If he doesn't, he has to call someone else. He doesn't answer what to call his mom. Hey, is Dad there? Yeah, just a minute. Okay. Wait, who the fuck was that? <laughs> is that your sister? Hey, do you have a second? Wait, one. Boy, what's up? No, I do. Um, I, wa- I meant to talk to you about this yesterday, but remember how we were talking about Bubba yesterday? Yeah. He's actually been, like, trying to kiss me a lot lately, and, like, I really don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> what should I do? <laughs> Good advice. All right, love you. Bye. <laughs> just say, hey, you're not gonna explain it to him. No, no. I'll, I'll do it later. Yeah, <laughs> that makes it better. Just now calm. he's just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh my God. <laughs> I probably that was hilarious. So two of the four of us have had to contact their parents about something weird tonight. I, I hope I'm not the next. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that'd be so great. we're doing two rounds, right? Yeah. So, so snake so so to go again. Yeah. again. I, I try to make it sound like I was crying. Yeah, like you're upset, like you're traumatized. I'd be fucking traumatized. 
I need to go to therapy. That was the best spin I've had. <laughs> Cameron, what is it? Two. Worst high school experience. Bah. All right. This is a sex story, actually. All right. We don't venture yes. into this very often. Boing. I got made fun of a lot for this in high school. Yes. And now I've had people come up to me and say it was Beast. It's crazy how things change. But... Wait, did girl. you say it was beast? Yeah, that's what they say. Bestiality. Beast. Oh, like, like, I, I thought like, you were like you were explaining it as beast. Like, oh, I thought that's what kids did. Like, they no. were like, dude, that's so fucking beast, dude. Like, like that shit was legendary. Beast. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was with my high school girlfriend. I was still like new to the whole sex thing. What's her name and her at? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's what her address? Her social security number. <laughs> we'll leave that out. What is her credit card purposes. number? <laughs> anyway, there was a time where I was going to finger her. Okay. And <laughs> the kids call it cool. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I got it in the wrong hole. Uh-oh. Oh, so, so, a shocker. So it was <laughs> the, the hoop shoot. <laughs> and needless to say, she told one of her best friends. Oh. And one of her best friends had the biggest mouth in high school, and it got... Uh-oh. The, the whole high school found out, and I got called shit fingers my whole okay. shit career. fingers. That's all right. So that was probably the worst thing that happened to me. Shit didn't get fingers. Slammed into a locker like boss. No, I'm kidding. Dude, I'll, this is a. I'll share a story with you to help uh, to help ease your pain here. <laughs> oh boy! Um, the very first Bonus. time I fingered a girl in high school, I told Bubba about it, and the very yep. as soon as I told him about it, he grabbed my hand and he smelled it. <laughs> I want to live vicariously through you. That's literally what he said too. He, <laughs> he says that shit all the time. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Now at least your friends weren't doing. Let me smell your shitty fingers. At least they weren't doing that to you. Okay. Right. Yeah, Can I smell your weird. fingers, bro? <laughs> That's what normal guys do, right? All right. Boss man spin. We love, love bits. We love bits. We're just rebranding we it. We love bits. We love bits. Where did we all of dicks come from? <laughs> no, <Yes>. not dicks. <laughs> Wild card, choose someone else to spin again. That's the best thing you could spin. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, well, you two already have to spin again. So w- would this add an extra spin yes. on top yes. of it? Yes. would have to go. Have to spin all right, right I want now. Jake to spin twice. Okay, so I want to land on the fireball yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't doing that on a Monday. You have to. You have to fucking respect the wheel. Vagina. Yes, you're doing it. You fajita. Oh, you're off the podcast. Yeah. The wheel's like our god. You've been replaced. Name someone in the NBA who, if they started kissing you, you wouldn't stop them. He's like, where do you want me to start? <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. That female ref. Is all no, of I'm them just joking. A player, right? You probably want a yeah. player? No, no. No, a no. fucking male we want, the, we want the equipment manager. Well, okay. Um, well, damn it. I don't know. Um, Luka Doncic or Devin Booker. You're giving options. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple. <laughs> or he's... <laughs> Name... well, there's a few, actually. I don't know. Can we get a Y? Yeah, why, why Devin um, Booker and Luca? Well, one, those were the first two NBA players that came to my head. I hope you get There's a ball. thrill with spinning the wheel, though, that I like. There is. I kind of am upset I didn't get something stupid. And 12. God damn it. Everyone Vemmels everyone Vemmel's you $5. Yeah, a good fucking one. Broke. Really? Damn, dude. Dude, I don't have damn, any like, fucking money, dude. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. This is a great time to fucking bring this up. So last time, Zane was supposed to Venmo $5 to everyone, and he sent $10 to Jack, so Jack could send me $5, and I never received said $5. Well, so therefore, true. Jack gets to Venmo Jake $10. He gets to pay for I really not pay you the... F- no, you didn't. See, but that's what happens when you work with a middleman. <laughs> I kept it all. Yeah. <laughs> the distributor. That's just smart business, man. Yeah. <laughs> just politics, baby. I never brought that up, but the, and I wasn't going to. But well, the Venmo perfect. bit came up, so it yeah. has to come up. All right. 
So I, I've been exposed. I <laughs> One away from Fireball. You're never. Gonna you see have been it. exposed. So you did some do some sort of financial shit. Yeah. You should apologize <laughs> for, for those seven. of you who, who are in charge of anything. There's a ratio that you need to uphold. You need to uphold 95% truth and honesty and 5% sleaziness. You need a mix because if you go 100% honesty for a number of years, you're gonna pop like a balloon. That you one need, slipped through the you cracks. Need, you need to allow yourself just a limited number of sins when you run anything, so that you don't just have one crazy blowout where you just fuck a bunch of people over. <laughs> I'm serious about that. I actually yeah. live by that. It's like the purge. So what Jack is saying, he's gonna fuck people over, but just slowly without them knowing it over the years. Will, yeah. Okay. Because you right. have to. Because if I don't, if I try to be this honest man, I'm gonna lose it at some point in my career, and then I'm gonna like. Make a big screw up like. Well, Dolphin. here's the thing, Jack. You're too nice sober to be a dick, so we have to just watch out for drunk Jack. Pretty much, that's that. That's what right. we have to yeah. watch out for. I, yep. Yeah, I have some money laundering. Yes, okay. Blacked out. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll finish the spins. Right Rob a White Castle in Vegas. Finish what? the spins. Here we go, Zane. The wheel of dicks. Uh, wheel yeah. of bits. Dicks. dicks. Fireball shot. <laughs> Dude, we, we've done the wheel of bits three times, and every single time I've gotten. <laughs> hey, and we didn't get push ups, though. So oh there's no God. there's no okay. trend there. Well, one, of you, one of you bitches grab the fireball. Thanks Fuck. to the wheel, Zane has horrible Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, Dude, and is, I, I, probably, I probably spun on tw- 10 twice and then spun on 12. I missed the 11. I'm telling you, with my well, current state right now, if I took that shot of fireball, I probably wouldn't drive home. You're a bitch. Even Cameron Dantzler. Dude, what the fuck? That dude? was a horrible throw. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Okay. Shot a fireball shot. Third and third three tries of fucking spin the wheel. Down the hatch. One fireball. Oh. Dude, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you always roll that. Hey, I, uh, I don't know why I said roll. Well, dude, dice. I'm pretty sure, even though you cut it out, you you spun the same. You spun like 10, four times in a row because you have your full of consistency. Seven. That's what you said. See, right? I'm not consistent on the golf course, which is total horseshit. So I wish this consistency could only apply to the good things in my life and not a goddamn wheel that makes us do outrageous shit as full grown adults. Exactly. Like, I want to be proficient in the bedroom 100% of the time. Not, <laughs> right. Not five. Not but with the wheel of the bits. <laughs> not never. It's, not always, not it's never. always consistent with the wheel of bits. I hate I hate crying whenever I sleep with someone, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Every time I after I do it, I cry. It's a very and emotional you know process. What? It's it's totally normal. I don't know. Right. Do I'm gonna fucking end this show. Yeah, now. what the fuck is happening? I don't know. Dude, there, Can I there, say there it? are never some mind. there are some episodes where we're like really on our A game and then there's some where we're just fucking all over the place. Today felt like one of those episodes where we were just kinda like in a good way, though. It like, was fucking all over. No, no, yeah. no, no. We have to be all over the place sometimes because it's just what we do. Well, especially, too. And for those of you who are wondering why we're not doing a Wednesday release regularly, we are starting our softball league next Wednesday. Let's so go. it was supposed to be this Wednesday, but weather pushed it back. So sadly, for right now, unless the schedule changes, we will be only releasing one episode a week. But you guys are going to get a softball recap every Wednesday, which is going to be probably 10 times funnier than the podcast. Exactly. We got, oh, we yeah. got uh, Joe Maurer subbing for the team next week. I yep. think the week after we have yeah, Jose Canseco. Gr- Joe so. Maurer's going to ground in a 600 double plays. Yep. And, <laughs> and, uh, coming and Michael in. Pineda's going to pitch with his hat sideways. Yep. And pine tar on his neck. And old people are going to comment on it, but not very loudly. We actually got Bartolo <laughs> Colon to come in. Dude, yeah, there you go. Side so. note, have you seen that dude in a slow pitch softball league? That fucker hits nukes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Colon? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. The guy's just fucking like a beast. Founder of that, uh, like that spray you spray on before like a date. Yeah. Oh, what? yeah. You're right. He might what? be founded the, cologne. Uh, cologne. Right. Yeah. No, he is. He invented that's, cologne. That's, that, he did. He, yeah. He's that old too. So 
Cam just calls you Cam, out for a horrible. A Cam, Go no, computer, honey. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go get ready to stop the recording, you bitch. You <laughs> bitch. Hey, bitch. Save me six cents of six seconds of editing. All right, folks. Stupid bitch. That's another uh, interesting episode of It's a Bit. Thanks all for listening. If you want to go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com. Uh, we do still have – we did sell out of the Soviet Savior shirts, but we still got some of the other logo shirts there. 15 bucks pop if you want to buy you them. you want a gopher shirt, if you want a Viking shirt, hell, if you want a wild theme 10K shirt, we got Look, them all. if you want Jake to cut off his own finger and put it in a goddamn envelope, we will send it to you. We'll send it to you, and it won't be th- a threat. <laughs> it'll be totally it won't be like Jake, the mob bit. Jake will do that, but he still won't take a shot of fireball. Well, hey, really quick, boys. Yep. I did. I did hear some rumors of it's a bit shirts. Is that uh, it's you know it's in the works. Are we sure? in the works? It's, it's a, no. It's, it is. In I the don't works. know if it's in the works. Put, it's a rumor. Uh, I put we three and a half we, minutes hey, into designing hey, one today. So no, 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 we'll don't tell them that. Allegedly, allegedly, we gotta like make them really think if it's gonna happen. Don't tell. Wait, so we probably shouldn't tell them the profit margins are gonna be like six hundred percent. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll make sure to cut. We can tell them that. To cut that out. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Anyways, yeah, 10ktakesmn.com to to listen to the blog, listen to the blogs, read the blogs. <laughs> hey, if you um, if you have an audiobook, if you have audiobook or you need right, to click listen right, true, and you can't, yeah. you're blind. Not available yet, friendly. but maybe available in the future. You go to Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, 10ktakes, 10,000 takes, whatever you search. Even if you search 10 takes, we might pop up. But who knows? People ask all the time, what's the best way to support us? And it really is support our sponsors. Because if you support our sponsors, it goes a long way for us. So please go to Vigit. Please use the code 10K, right? 10K. Right. And yep. please just sign up for our league. I mean, if you do that, that's the number one way you could help the podcast. Also, right uh, Castle Point Analytics, if you use our promo code 10K, you get some really awesome picks for the UFC. Yeah, I think very um, helpful. What, I'm pretty sure they picked six of the seven yeah. main fights yes. on the last will, card. Correctly. If you're a gambler and you love to bet on the UFC, you pay fifteen dollars a month for Castle Point Analytics. They run a bunch of stuff through an algorithm. It's over our heads, and it picks who's going to win. And usually, that person wins. Yeah, you'll it's, win your so money back. Their percentages very are easily. better than Vegas. Yeah, so I was, gonna, yeah. I was about to better say better than the people who make the picks. Vegas yeah. is around a little over sixty percent. Castle Point has been over eighty percent with their UFC picks, and that's that is UFC. Insane. Um, so, seriously, if you want to make some money on the UFC, which is pretty easy to do, because let's be honest, not a lot of people. I feel like there's a lot of new fighters and people don't really know what's going on, but the people at Castle Point Analytics, they've done the fucking research for us and they will win you money. Right, right. Yeah, it's, so 15 they, bucks is nothing. Guys to what like you them win. use the smart part of your brain that you don't need to work on using. Yeah. Exactly. You just go on there and see who's going to win, yeah. you bet. Castle you win. Point Analytics, I think the knockout, I think if you use 10K as a promo code, you get the first month free. And you, yep. guys, you guys will see week by week. Their UFC picks, they work. Is so it CastlePoint, CastlePointAnalytics.com? Yep. Yep, that's yep. a perfect post-jerk-off they... website. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You feeling good? You feeling high? Feeling guilty? And feeling guilty? Go there post, to try to make win some, some money. Kicked in. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys, for another episode of It's a Bit. We'll talk to you all later. Thank you. Thanks. Word.